Hey guys, I'm Katie. And I'm Alexis, and this is the Check Your Aesthetic Podcast. Hey. Hey, we're together. Yeah, in you person. are like less than a foot. Yeah, it's also, it's 8.33 in the morning. <laughs> um, we've been actually putting off, not putting off, but we've been very busy since Alexis got to Louisiana, so we have not recorded yet, but yeah. we are right now, so we're super excited to be together. We've mm-hmm. we've had a lot of fun so far. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's so funny that like both of us are so tired all the time because we literally never leave our house, exactly. and then all of a sudden... We are leaving the house all the time, doing things all the time. We're both like, okay, I'm ready for bed now. Exactly. No, we, so what have we done so far? Alexis got here and her flight was delayed by like four hours, which. Which meant I had like a seven and a half hour layover. I was, I was literally traveling from like 8.30 in the morning to like 11.30 at night. Yeah. Which if you've listened and you've heard the episode when we talked about when Alexis tried to go to her friend's wedding. We're glad that nothing like that yeah, happened, but right. um, so we're glad you got here. Anyway, so on Monday I picked her up. On Tuesday, we um, what did we even do? I don't even remember what we did in the morning. Did we? We got Starbucks. We got our nails yeah. done, mm-hmm. um, and then we went to have crawfish at my mom's house. And I would love mm-hmm. to hear what you think about crawfish. I love crawfish. It's very. I mean, like the flavor was like not anything that I like. Didn't know what to expect with the flavor, but mm-hmm. like. Doing, like, a crawfish, like, whole situation was very similar to, like, lobster. It just was, like, much smaller. We had, like, boiled crawfish. So, like, the full crawfish and you, like, peel them, whatever. But Yeah, it was really fun. Yeah, it was very fun. So, Alexis met my mom, um, my brother, brother. and my stepdad. Mm -hmm. And is that all who was there? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and Rudy and Millie. Rudy. I don't... Honestly, I don't know how much I talk about Rudy on the podcast, but Rudy... I have before, definitely. She's our 15-year-old family dog. And then Millie is our one and a little year old um, family dog. And then Rue is my dog. But and Millie's psychotic. And Millie is psychotic. And you also met Rue. We've been we've been yep. chilling. Mm-hmm. Rue loves her Auntie Alexis so much. Mm-hmm. Um, like a little too much. <laughs> but um, so we did crawfish. And then yes, no, Wednesday... We that was when we got our nails done. Oh, yeah. Well, God knows what we did. I don't know what we did. On, I was a, I was like a mess. I was so tired. So. Well, yeah. Well, if anybody knows what we did Tuesday, let us know. Um, and then on Wednesday, we got our nails done, and then we went to a coffee shop to study. Then we literally came back to the house, and we were like, we are so exhausted <laughs> from like doing <laughs> nothing, like next to nothing. Yeah. Um, and then we went to dinner with Cora. If you guys haven't listened to Cora's episode, you should. Um, she was a guest on the podcast, Corby Gallery. Um. So we went to dinner with her, which was fun. And then yesterday, we had our branding photo shoot, which yes. we were very stressed out about. <laughs> um, and it was great. We were a little sweaty. <laughs> Quite a bit sweaty. It was like, I texted Austin. I'm like, he's like, how did the photo shoot go? And I'm like, well, we had to like lug a 50, fa- a 50 pound like, like box of stuff exactly. in like 96 degree weather. And then immediately start taking photos. Because like we had like a two hour like... Um, booking for the studio because we mm-hmm. did it like not at home obviously um, and it wasn't like a, oh you are shooting for two hours it's like you have the space for two hours exactly which I think I it knew that sense. in my head but right. like I wasn't really thinking Prepared, about that yeah um, but I, we definitely got like by the time we were done we were like 
struggling to think of more ideas. Like we got Which everything really nice. done. Yeah. Yeah. We got nice everything feeling. done that we wanted to get done. Um, so when this episode comes out, we, we won't have the pictures back yet. We will have just taken them. This episode's coming out in three days. Yeah. Um, we'll still be together when we've this comes been lazy. Out, but, <laughs> literally. But, um, keep your eyes on the Instagram. It should be some really, really pretty pictures. Yeah. I, Probably because we're in them and we're the prettiest people. Obviously. And the funniest people, literally. Obviously. Only, like the entire Um, life. no, I was like, I mean, I think... With any, like, type of photo shoot, I feel like you can only plan for it so much, especially exactly. when you're not taking the photos yourself, which we are so grateful for, oh, Jordan, yeah. like, for taking everything and, like, really taking charge, but, um, and, like, being so knowledgeable about everything we when Katie to. and I, like, are not, um, but I think, like, what's, it's, like, so relieving to have it already done, but it's exactly. also stressful because exactly we were never going to be able to know exactly how the photos were going to turn out because we just kind of, like, came with props and we're like okay Jordan like what do you want to do yeah, I mean she showed us some on the camera and like we love them and we know they're going to be good because yeah she's such just, a talented photographer right right it's just like we don't know I'm I'm not concerned about like whether or not they'll be good it's more so just like I want to see them now yeah um but we're super excited and we've had an episode with a branding photographer before but we are going to have Jordan on yes um barring any scheduling issues hoping we can get that scheduled soon um but yeah so if you guys just are i don't know if you live in louisiana and are looking for a photographer her name's jordan heffler um she does like a ton of like event and portrait photography and she's so like she's so professional but also like made us feel very comfortable it was very fun yeah like my dress was like I literally said i was like next time i'm wearing a turtleneck because my dress kept like falling down and she never made me feel like Oh, you like, like whore. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was just, like your boobs like, are out. But she yeah. was, she was like, hey, Alexis, just like put you know. She's she, like push it up. Yeah. I'm like okay. But we had a really really good time. You guys will see, and you already saw kind of like a sneak peek. We did some fun like spring vibes. I'm not gonna tell you guys the colors yet. Yeah, we put um, it in black and white. Yeah, because we're literally so literally like sneaky. mysterious. We're like girlies. literally the sneakiest people in the whole world. Um, we also the jewelry we were wearing during the um. The shoot was Drip Jewelry by AK. She's going to come on the podcast. Um, we're getting that scheduled as well. But she lent us all the jewelry. So we have on the cutest jewelry. Um, and I love it. It was just really, really fun. Um, it was just, you know, we're glad it's done, but it was really, really fun. So that's what we did yesterday. And then we went, oh my God, we went to a restaurant like a oh my god a, okay a, a southern restaurant <laughs> I'm so excited you're talking about this <laughs> I wanted Alexis to try we all know Alexis wanted to try Cheesecake Factory and Dairy Queen so then we had to actually try the good stuff um which, which I, can, I still have not tried and it's very no like I can confirm we don't have a Cheesecake Factory but we do have a Dairy Queen according <laughs> to my stepdad um so we rock up to this restaurant um we sit down our waiter is Psychotic. In rare form. Like, he was <laughs> hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, like, too much. Like, I loved him, but I also was like, okay, I'm ready to leave because I can't handle the amount of energy we he had. literally just, like, been at this photo shoot, like, sweating. Yeah. And he was, like, literally cracking these jokes. And I literally, I told him, I was like, I cannot keep up with your jokes. He told me he was like, he's like, oh, I like your makeup. I'm like, oh, my God. Thank you. And he told me that, I, that he liked my rings. Yeah. And I said, thank you so okay. much. And he told us about his dog. Yeah. His name's Mr. Ugly. Yep. And that he, like, where his parents live. Oh, and he was trying and... to pawn some crab legs off of yeah. Alexis. 
Yeah. He was like, you've never tried crab legs? I was like, that's not really that Southern. Mm-hmm. And then he kept trying to get us, like, to drink alcohol. And I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast, but I have, like, this weird alcohol intolerance or, like, alcohol allergy that I have a doctor's appointment for when I get back from, to Vermont. But mm-hmm. he kept, like, trying to pawn alcohol off on us. And he's he was like, like he, she cannot drink alcohol. No, it, it was, like, the kind of thing where, like, he was, just, I mean, he was funny. But I was like, this is really a unique experience. And Alexis, we left, she was like... People inside of restaurants are very talkative here. And I was like, that was like not normal normal. at all. Um, But that's what we did yesterday. We still have a lot of fun stuff to do. We're going to go to New Orleans. Mm -hmm. We are going to go to the lake, um, which should be very fun and relaxing um, and not expensive, hopefully. Yeah, God. We spent a ransom amount of money. Um, Today, we'll probably go eat at some point somewhere. Yeah, I think like maybe like lunch or dinner. Yeah. And then... Yeah, so that's kind of just the rundown of what we've done. We've had a really good time. Um, it's been nice to sort of be able to chill rather than, like, try and take photos every time we're dressed, which is what we did when I came to Vermont, yeah, which is just, like, just not the vibes. like, not the vibes. And, like, I don't know. I think we also, like, getting into more, like, the business side of the podcast, like, mm-hmm. we realized that, like, you guys don't care about, like pictures of us like I know you do but like Mm -hmm. you can find that more on our personal accounts rather than Mm -hmm. the podcast so like we really truly do not need to be like focusing on that it's more about like planning content and stuff like for you guys so that we have valuable information rather than like cute pictures yeah so we're gonna be working on a lot of fun stuff definitely follow all of our socials um we're having like a whole like meeting between us two about socials um, yeah, that's why we're going to the lake because there's no Wi-Fi. Yeah, we're trying we're to like, like, we gotta like, like figure we, this out. <laughs> we, gotta, we gotta really get this going. Um, but yeah, so I guess we should go ahead and explain what we're going to talk about today and hop into it. So, um, we were racking our brains, sitting on the couch, um, mm-hmm. brainstorming ideas. And we decided that we wanted to talk about something that we, between us, have talked about quite a bit. And it's how to be confident in talking about like your business, side hustle, creative venture, um, or even like creative, like career, yeah, like, or yeah. yeah, literally anything. Um, how to be confident in talking about that rather than kind of trying to whittling hide it. it down and like exactly and, like, like, dumbing it down, dumbing a little, it down yeah. for people because you feel like embarrassed that you're not like an engineer or like exactly. a lawyer or something, exactly. which is like stupid. Yeah, and I think Alexis and I obviously we're both currently social media managers. Um, me in a more career sense and Alexis yeah, in a more like, like current sense. Yeah. So it kind of does lend itself to like differences. But, um, and then we both, for anybody who's like newer, it just hasn't listened for a long time. We both had product based businesses for a while and then yeah. we've pivoted. I'm going to be a, a social media manager. Like I'm going to school for it. And then Alexis yeah. is going to school. For- and we both have done also service provider stuff because we both did graphic design and then yeah, we both had physical products. What I'm doing right and now. And then you're, yeah, you're doing more yeah. social. And, but product. Alexis is a part-time social media manager right now and she's in school for creative business leadership, ideally Hopefully to be, be a creative director. director. Yeah. So for me, I have this experience a lot and I talk to Alexis about it a lot. Um, and this is with like all kinds of people who have the best intentions. Yeah. Like, People I love, people that love me, random people on the street. Like, nobody's trying to, like, whatever. Right. Um, People on dating apps, like, all this kind of stuff. But when I say I'm a social media manager, usually the first thing I get is... So fun. Yeah. Sounds so fun. Or, Mm -hmm. like, that's a fun job. I didn't know that was a job. Yep. you just on social media all day? Like, this, that, whatever. And when you add on the freelance part of it or the part that you own your business, it adds even another element. And you guys know I used Audrey Whalen... um, used her. I used her. I used her. <laughs> Audrey Whalen is and was my business coach. 
But we talked about this a lot, the idea of saying, because for me, especially as a service provider, when I sold products, it wasn't as hard, but saying like, I own a business and then somebody says, what do you do? And I say, I'm a social Um, media manager, but it's hard to explain because like, I am running a business business because I'm getting clients. I'm, you know, whatever. But then I'm also a one woman show. So it's kind of a freelancer. But even like, and and I totally, I know exactly what you mean because like you're doing, you're not just sitting on your phone all day, but also at the same time, like, I have the experience of, like, I am not doing the business. I genuinely am, like, not to dumb it down, but I am sitting on my phone all day, Mm -hmm. but I'm working, and, like, I have the experience, and, of course, like, I know Austin does not listen to this podcast, but also, like, it's not that he's, like, being mean to me Imagine he listens every week. (laughs) He's, like, crying. (laughs) Um, But, no, like, he, he'll make jokes about, like, I'm saying, like... Yeah, yeah. He's like, he's like, your job's like easy or whatever, and like, mm-hmm. it kind of is, but like, it's also not. Like, no, I also, exactly. it's not just like, yeah, I'm not like, I don't know, I don't need to like be like the saving anyone's lives, yeah, like, likes, but like, yeah, but it's also like I have to have knowledge. Like Austin exactly. couldn't just go sit on the couch and like do this and yes. have like good results. Yes, and for me, something that I think is like has always been hard for me is that like. Especially for me, because this is, like, something that I'm really passionate about and something that I – a career that I, like, chose because I I saw, a like, a passionate Future. talent in it yeah. for me. Like, I recognize that I'm, like, naturally inclined to be good at this stuff, and that's right. why I've chosen this career. In my opinion, that's why everybody chooses their career or should be. Right. Um, barring, like, some people who feel like they have to choose a career based on, like, parents or something. Right. But – for that reason, it's not that it's easy, but it does come, like, naturally to me. Like, right. I don't sit there all day and be like, oh, I can't figure this out. Like, I can't, you know, and I don't personally right. think that that's how a career should be. I no, mean, it should I be challenging. Should be. And, like, yeah. and that's why, like, in school, when I was, like, whatever year, like, year you start thinking about, like, what college and major and everything, like, I was not, like, heinously horrible at science, but I absolutely hated it. Yeah. And so I'm not going to be, like, um, I'm going to become a chemist. Yeah, like, exactly. why would I do that? And in that kind of same vein, what becomes hard for me and has always been hard for me is, and I think obviously there's different sections of this and we're going to get to all of them, but this is kind of like the people thinking that your job's easy because you're your own boss or that because you're right. doing something creative. For me, in my brain, I don't think my job is that challenging and I do think my job is fun. So even in my own brain, I'm right. telling myself you're that like, shit. Uh, like, yeah. And then mm-hmm. other people telling it to me, like it becomes really hard to like, make it seem legit almost like because like it's it's almost like and I experienced this that's why we're having this episode but like Mm -hmm. I feel that so hard that like when Austin makes a joke about it I almost feel like and he's not trying to like make me feel like shitty but like no 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 one no one is but it like I almost like undervalue like what I am doing I know and I wonder Like, like I mean of course we can only have the experiences in our own brain so I wonder if other people, if other feel, people the feel the same way, way yeah. like, you know, like, people who are doing different kinds of jobs. Right, and I even, I even felt that also, like, when I was, like, you know, doing freelance graphic design and I had, like, my own products and stuff. Like, you know the whole concept of, like, someone saying, like, oh, my, your little business. Mm-hmm. I almost was, I felt like I was saying that to myself. Yeah, you're, like, little businessing yourself. Yeah, yeah. I was little businessing I, myself. I do that all the time. And I think to get to some valuable advice that actually me and Audrey talked about, what I have learned is like it's literally a skill to talk about your business and like network and like advocate for yourself Mm -hmm. and for me the issue that I always ran into with my product-based business was that I didn't know what the 
shit it was. I didn't know how to describe it to people or tell people about it because I didn't know what it was. Like, right. But now what I've done is I've come up with like basically my elevator pitch for myself and my business, come up with a way of describing it that I'm comfortable with and myself. I've started telling myself that way. Yep. I'm a bus- I own a business. Yep. I run a business. I quote run an agency. I don't yep. run an agency because it's just me, but yep. you know, ideally in the future, it right. won't just be me. Right. Um, you know, like I have clients, I run a business. I tell myself that. So when people ask what I do, I'm a business owner. I'm ready to go. Like, yeah, like to... I say. Um, like, and it's a confidence and, builder, which exactly. is important. And like talk more about how like Audrey was talking about like networking and like you never know. Like, yeah, so the the importance of all of this and the reason that we want to tell you guys like how to talk confidently about your business is because literally you never know who you're talking to. I can't tell you, especially my parents' friends, the amount of times that I've been talking to people and when you are my age, when you're 23, you just moved back home, whatever, you see your parents' friends, the first question they're going to ask you is, what are you doing? Right. And you ne- literally never know, especially as a service provider. Yeah. But even as somebody who sells products, owner, like, yeah. nobody, you never know, like, if somebody's going to be in need of a social media manager, in need of a graphic designer. Right. And really if you have, need a, bi- some if you have a business. Stationary. Yeah. If you have a, yeah. a business, like, you'd be surprised how much, like, people talk about that. And people, I think, like, my automatic inclination is always to think that people are going to be, like why is she doing that? Like, that's stupid. Right. I've rarely had that experience. I'm not going to say never because I have before. Right. But... And also, like, if people are talking about you, like, okay. And that's so much easier said than done. I know, but, yeah. like, literally, we're watching the Dixie D'Amelio show last no, we're night. We're literally we're watching like, the D'Amelio yeah, show. Yeah, we're, we're like, like, I'm so sad. I know. But, like, no, it's so much easier, like, said than done to be, like, whatever, if people are making mm-hmm. fun of me. But, like, truly, and I know that sounds like a, like, big sister, like, quote, but, like, if they are making fun of you, that is just, like, on them. And that's so yeah. much more of a reflection There's, of them. And it's, like, Im- honestly, how embarrassing for them that <laughs> no, they're, like, like, making fun of you. Also, nobody who is higher up than you is ever going to make fun of you. It's only people Literally. who are, like, lower than yeah. you. Which mm-hmm. I don't like saying, like, people higher are higher and lower. lower but no, you know but what I mean. Yeah, yeah. But I also think that something that I've noticed is once I, like, actively started working on the way that I talk to myself about my business, the way yeah. I describe it to myself, yeah. it reflects out. And people are much less likely to question you or undermine you or like demean your business if you're talking about it confidently if I walk up to somebody and say I run a social media agency or I am a social media manager and I run my own business I'm a freelance social media manager and and like building a studio however I want or building an agency however I want to describe it um people are much less likely to to kind of question you than if you go up and you're like oh well I just um, I have this. Song, I just do like whatever. I just do a little social media management for like a couple right. clients, whatever. And like think about that in terms of like if you're selling, you're really. I mean, of course, you're not just walking around like in sales mode all the time. But you, right? Every interaction that you have could be a sale. So talking right. confidently about it makes people more inclined to want to like work and with also, you. And also, I think that confidence is definitely something that just like has to be exercised. Absolutely. So even like for example, like I went to the dentist like a couple weeks ago and like they asked me what I did and I felt so stupid, but then I was literally sitting there with like them in my mouth and I'm thinking about like what I just said and how it's not stupid because I literally say she asked me what I said or what I do and I said I am head of social media for a um online cookbook website that is based out of los angeles exactly what what is wrong what is false something you and i have talked about a lot is and maybe me and audrey too is both you and i for some reason felt the need to say part-time social media manager to everyone that we met as if they (laughs) care how many hours we're working right right like when i was tracking us no and i'm full-time now right but like i always was like i'm part-time and in grad school yeah who 
Who cares? Literally, who cares how many hours you're working? <laughs> right. You're still doing a career job. Right. No, like, definitely. whenever you work at, like, a boutique, you're not like, I'm a part-time boutique style. You just say, <laughs> right, I, I work, work at, at a boutique. boutique. Yeah, no, like, literally. It's just so... And also, if you say you're in grad school, they're going to assume that you most likely are doing some... Like, especially because we're saying, yeah. we have a podcast... We do social media management, you more than me, Mm -hmm. and then we do grad school and our own Instagrams. Most likely some of that is (laughs) part-time. Yeah, and something that both of us have struggled with more than anything, and we talk about it all the time, is talking about the podcast to other people. Oh my God. Because the podcast is interesting. That is something that we need to talk about at the lake. (laughs) No, like we need to like work on it, but I've gotten a lot better, but, and you can talk about like kind of with school, but so... For us, the difference in my mindset, at least, is a business is a business that makes money. A podcast, for a lot of people, is a business that makes money. For some people, it's not. So I think, like, when people hear that I have a podcast, I have no idea how they're perceiving it. I have no idea if they think I have millions of listens. I have no idea if they think I have zero. I have no idea if they think that it's crap or if they think that it's going to be great. Right. So I actually do get nervous, especially with, like, dating, Mm -hmm. because... And that I also adds a whole nother level, too. Because yeah, they don't know if you're talking about them. Exactly. So with dating, and even being on... This is just kind of getting into broad things, but, like, all of my business stuff, like, because I'm so much on social with dating, even, like, obviously I have the nerves of people thinking, like, what is this girl doing? That is dumb. Yeah, especially with the podcast. Right. But I also have the nerves of, like, if they find my podcast, you really get an upper hand if you listen to this. Because I can't find that much out about somebody when they can find so, <laughs> yeah, so much, much shit yeah. about, like, right. me. Right, But um, just as, like, a side note, this is, like, something I was talking to Alexis about. I'm, like, literally mouthing off. Um, Alexis <laughs> is, like, can't get a word in edgewise. Um, but Alexis can't, like, Alexis never dated when she had, like, she's yeah, been and Austin, Austin. And that's the thing is, like, Austin, like, has been so support. Like, I mean, he, like, jokes. He's, like... Katie always says, like, Austin's so blunt, and he mm-hmm. truly is. Like, he's he will always, like, make fun of us, but, mm-hmm. like, in a funny way that, like, I know, like, oh, for, yeah. the, for the photo shoot, he never once, like, was like, that's dumb. I know, you know, I know. And I think, like, as somebody who has dated and have told, I've told many people, even people that I've never, like, actually gone on dates with, like, that I have a podcast, because it just kind of comes up, because we record every week. Right. Um, and, like, seeing how they respond to that is a really good judge of, like, yes. if they're going to be a good person for you, kind right. of. Right. If they're, like, excited um, about it yeah. or, like, so, like and, I mean, that's one thing, you know. You will get bad responses from some people right. about your business. You will get people who think that it's stupid, who don't right. believe in you. Okay, those aren't your people. Right. You need to do everything that you like, can really to be. And don't, facilitate a relationship with them. Exactly. And, like, you should be confident talking about it. But if you're out here confidently talking about it, love your business, whatever, right. and somebody's responding badly, and then. they're like, that's dumb. Yeah, then, like, Maybe F don't them. talk to them. Yeah. yeah, but I also did want to talk more about the, like, networking part of it because I think that that's, like, the most, like, applicable part of this and something that um actually I did only like a couple weeks ago I finished school also not finished all the way but I did I'm on a two-week break you only have one more semester yeah so weird I'm graduating yeah I'm graduating August 25th which is like so odd Um, for some reason I thought that your school was so much longer than mine but it's I'm one semester longer than you just uh, like you started one semester I just started one semester but you have more semesters yeah right yeah we do quarters um Mm -hmm. but anyways something that we did like for Kind of like a final, not really a final. It was like a final like homework assignment. Mm -hmm. Um, But we had to do a social graph. And that, when I saw that, I was like, this is pointless. Why are we doing this? (laughs) And then I ended up 
obviously completing it. And I was like, this is one of the most helpful things I've done in my entire education. Yeah. Um, so basically what it is, is you want to pick like a goal and that goal should be, it doesn't have to be, but it should be like career based or like business based. Yeah. So it's, it could be like I want to get a car, but like mm-hmm. it's more applicable so, to like career mm-hmm. slash business. But yeah, like I want to become a creative director. Exactly, and that's exactly what I did for my mm-hmm. homework assignment. So you do ten. You can add more to this, but the best I would say the best number is ten. So you create ten things that you need to do, ten like objectives. So for me. I know that I'm not going to, like, really get into a creative director position, like, right away. Yeah. But, like, after graduation, I put, like, first thing, graduate. Next mm-hmm. thing, like, write my resume. Mm-hmm. Like, find letters of recommendation. Like, do, like, LinkedIn learning courses. Like, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. And then the next thing, and this is probably the most important step, is that you find 10 people that can help you get to that goal. Yeah. So that can either be like someone who knows another person or that could be someone that mm-hmm. could write you a letter of recommendation. Exactly. Or someone for like like your business, someone that could invest in your business, someone that knows a supplier, someone yeah. that is a CPA and mm-hmm. could like help you with your taxes. And that was such like, it honestly was such an empowering like practice to mm-hmm. do because I felt like, when I think of being a creative director, and this is getting into, like, a whole other thing, but I get, like, imposter syndrome almost, where I'm like, no, probably not. Yep. Like, ah, ah, I don't know if that's attainable. Mm-hmm. But, like, it very much is. And, like, I'm also only 25. Like, mm-hmm. also, that is, like, ancient, but also very much not. And, like, to be able to look at this list, I ended up doing, like, 12. But, like, I was whittling that list down. Yeah. Like, it was hard to come up, and that's why I did 12, because I was like, I can't whittle this down any further. But, like, literally there were so many people in my back corner, and not even just to, like, get to the goal of creative director in the future, but also just to know, like, you were on that list. Mm -hmm. Like, to know that, like, there are people that are, like, not just, like, going to get me to this career, but also just supporting me. Exactly. And, like, people that believe in me and people that know that I'm, like, intelligent and people that know that, like, I can get to that part. And, like, it would be the same with a business, like, with, like, with your, like, freelancing. Like, Mm -hmm. no, I have people in my corner that are, like, yes, Katie, if they're talking about you, Mm -hmm. they're not going to be, like, yeah, that girl, that's embarrassing. They're going to be, like, yes, Katie knows her shit. Mm -hmm. Like, she is successful. She knows how to market herself and market people, like, other people for her clients. And, like, that's just such a nice – I honestly want – for everyone's homework, I really want you guys to do that because it was just such a nice exercise. And even if you do that for, like, I want to buy a car, it's just nice. Like, it's – it's just, like, an empowering Yeah, thing. and you also, like, obviously we're not being, like, use all your people to get no, you where you want to go. Yeah, but it's, like, you, the way, things don't just fall into your lap. Right. And so the way you get where you want to go is advocate for yourself. And, like, the situation is, obviously for, like, talking about your business, there's people that you need as, like, you know, clients are purchased, like people mm-hmm. to purchase, but there's also people that you need supporting you, mm-hmm. backing you, whatever. Yeah. And those kinds of people, nobody, clients, per, like people to buy stuff, anybody, no one's going to know that you're doing anything that, Unless it, you that talk they can. about it. Yeah. So you like, and you never know, like for me, I've told like my step family about my business. Right. They've told other people and gotten right. me clients. The like, one, like a good example is a friend of my mom's told her about my business. She literally told me that she found me a client. Like, right. 
And because I talked about it confidently and talked about it like a career. You need right. to talk about it like a career if it is. if you're talking about it like a hobby, then they're going to, like... Well, they're not going to think that you really, like, want more well, clients yeah. or anything, you know? Yeah, exactly. And also, I... I mean, if it is a hobby, then it's a hobby. And you should right, still be confident fine, about but, it. But yeah. if you're actually trying to, like, grow it and make it into a career... Right, and also, like, I also... I have two things that I want to say. One is that if you have a... If it's kind of, like, at a hobby status, that's fine. But also, like... If you want it to eventually be a business, just because you're starting out, don't act like it's a hobby. Exactly. Like, we made that mistake you, with the podcast. Yeah, we made that mistake with the we podcast. We still do. And that like, is every day. why we need to talk about it at the link. Yeah. But also, what I want to say is, like, networking, I, after we did the social graph assignment, one of our other assignments was literally to make a video reflecting on doing the social graph, and I straight up was like, I thought networking was gross. And, like, mm-hmm. I, I definitely had the perception. It, it can feel slimy. Oh, it very much can. And my, my professor was, like, because everyone else, not to, like, crap on everyone else, but, like, everyone else was, like, this was the best. I was so excited to do this presentation. And I was, like, I didn't want to do this. And mm-hmm. she was, and I was kind of scared because we were watching everyone else's. So I was, like, oh. But she's, like, honestly, Alexis, I'm really, like, grateful for, like, your candor. And she's, like, I have gone to conventions where someone walks up to me, literally does not look at me in the eye, shake my hand, introduce themselves or anything, and just hands me a business card. Mm-hmm. Like, that's gross networking. Exactly. Don't do that, please. Exactly. But networking doesn't have to be gross. It doesn't have to be this, like, mm-hmm. transactional thing. No. It can be very, like, like supportive. Us. It, us. Yeah, literally you and I are, mm-hmm. like networking exactly like, uh, again like All with each other and with podcast guests like yeah those are people that we genuinely care about we yeah, care about we all of them friends with but and, like, we're but, networking for yeah. ourselves as well as for like you guys like we're, yeah you know obviously there's a little more to it because it's a podcast interview but like you don't like networking doesn't have to be a strictly business relationship but when you are an adult in a career especially if you're a business owner you just kind of have to look at things like they could be an opportunity for you yes or their practice to get more confident in talking about your business because obviously if you're on a dating app you're not like are you interested in my services you know right but like all of that is good practice um just like being confident and talking about like what you do for work and I think like not even just creative careers like a lot of people might not be especially young people might not be exactly in your career where you like where you want to be yet Mm -hmm. you might not have made it like you before you're a creative director you're not exactly where you want to be not at all yeah and I think that that can cause like some insecurity anxiety, or yeah. anxiety in talking about it, but you're never going to get there if nobody knows that like that's your goal or like where you are. Right. So. And that's something that I like when I first started at SCAD, I was super uncomfortable because they make you talk about like what you want to do. Like it's mm-hmm. like, it's not like, oh, go around and introduce yourself. Where are you from? What's your major? They make you say, what's your name? Where are you from? What's your major? where do you want to be in five years? Or, mm-hmm. like, what is your, uh, like, career goal? Mm-hmm. And that made me so uncomfortable when I first started at SCAD. But now I'm like, yeah, I want to be a creative director of a skincare slash, like, beauty brand. And I can just say that. Yeah, exactly. Know? And I feel like it's just once you're able to, like, really understand what you want. And that's where it all stems from is un- either understanding what your career goal is, understanding your business and like mm-hmm. what like kind of like I said giving yourself an elevator pitch mm-hmm. um is where like all of that stems from and then you're able to talk to other people about it then they're able to talk to other people about it you also have to equip them with a way to talk about it to other people like don't be vague be specific like yeah for me 
I like I love having conversations with people about like what kind of clients I love, what kind of yeah. clients, you know, whatever. Right. And if you talk about these things the right way, in my experience, people are really interested. Yeah. Like people don't know a lot and, about like, being impressed. a social media manager. Yeah. yeah. And like when people genuinely want to talk about it, I love it. But yeah. if I sit there and I'm like, oh, I'm just, you know, I run so, like I just run some social medias for a living. Right. Then obviously people aren't going to be like. And you like look down at your like hands yeah like people like aren't gonna be shaking. interested they, they don't think you want to talk about it more you need to like right. open yourself up be like right you know be open to talking that, about that it. being said I also do want to say with all of us with us saying like consistently how you need to be like confident and everything of course be confident but also don't go around like screaming that you have a business because yeah. that's gonna come off like really weird yeah and like we, with every single thing we say on this podcast yeah. it's always about being genuine to yourself like, right exactly it's of course, like we've said in the like the beginning of this episode, everybody has different goals. Some people right. literally just want something to be. I don't like the word side hustle. I don't know. I, I don't know a, an, a replacement. Some people just want to do something alongside their full time job. Some people just want something to be a hobby that makes them a little money. Right. Some people want something to be full time. Some people want it to be part time. Like right. whatever your goals are, you just have to know. Kind. Of, it's. I mean, it's honestly like. Like Alexa said, the social graph, like mapping out like what you need to do to get where you need to be. And who could help you. Yeah, and who could help you. And it's not like you're like going on a hunt, like searching out these people being like, I wrote you down in this exercise yeah. I did and I need you to do this for me. Like that's right, not what it is. Right. But Make it genuine. Another thing about networking is it's like a mutually beneficial thing. Yeah. Like you can, and Alexis and I, like we are always friends first. We run a business together, literally, but yeah. we are always friends first. Yeah. Like, which is, which is what we did wrong with the Vermont trip was, it was like kind of business yeah. first. Yeah. But any time that we are like, if Alexis was sad and we were supposed to record, we're not recording, you know, like right. it's always friends first. Right. And that's how you actually form like beneficial, genuine like relationships. genuine relationships. Like if we stopped the podcast or like if something happened, like oh, we, we would, would always, always be friends. Be friends. Exactly. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think that, that it, like it all stems from the confidence part of things. Um, and I do think another thing that's valuable to talk about here is parents because we've talked about this a little bit before and like my parents are very supportive of me and literally want me to do whatever I want to do. That being said, my mom literally does not know how to work social media. My dad doesn't even have social media. Like my mom literally like gets on social media like once a week and responds to all of my stories that are up at that <laughs> current moment. I love her for it so much, right. but she just doesn't and like, she has like my master's name like written out in her notes because she can't remember because she's so unfamiliar with like this entire like industry right. doesn't really understand how like all of it works but is super supportive but I know that not everybody has that experience people have parents who are like more weary of them in a nice way you know even my like even my parents were like make sure that you before you go full-time with this which right I have gone full-time by the way yeah I never said, said that, that. No, I've gone, full-time. <laughs> I've gone full-time with Katie Creative Co. So if you are looking for a social media manager. Or I, social strategy. Yeah, or social strategy or content creation. Um, I am your girl and I am full-time business owner. Yes. Girl queen. boss, boss babe. Yes, boss. Slay. Yes, um, babe. <laughs> um, so, yeah. But before I went full-time, they were like, be sure that you, you yeah, know, whatever. Know like what you're Being doing cautious life, and yeah. kind of the same energy of like, like we talked about in the episode with Elise, like, is it sustainable being right. your own boss, having a creative career? Right. And is it reliable? Yeah, and I know that a lot of that stemmed from me being nervous about it. If right. I had come in right. and been like, to my parents I'm and been like, this. I'm yeah. doing this, this is why it makes sense and right. whatever. Not that I don't have they don't you know. Right. They don't have to approve what career choices right. I make. But it's hard to like it's hard to but go. But they're against and them. I mean they're involved in your life, you know, and in my opinion, 
usually everything my mom is right about. Like if it's something right. my parents like, if it's something that is a life experience, like right. involvement, For, usually they like know. social media because yeah, they don't they exactly don't like that. usually yeah. and career stuff they do, especially my dad um, with like. Yeah, yeah. A business, business decision. Yeah, like, he does right. tend to be right, right, as much as I don't want to say that. Right. Um, but if I had come to them with kind of more confidence, it might have uh, – they, again, did approve and did, were very proud of me and support me every right. single day. But – But they're going to – and they're also, like, just trying to, like, help. Like, they're not trying oh, to be like, absolutely. you suck, you will be unsuccessful. No, and they, they literally never said that. And every single time I've said I'm going to make a decision, like, like, this is what I'm saying. Every time I come to them and say, I'm making this decision, they're like, good okay. for you, that yeah, sounds right. like a great idea. But if I come to them questioning it, they're going to question it with me. Right. So that's just like right. an example of the energy that you bring is the energy other people are going to bring to the interaction as well. And also I want to go like kind of the opposite sense. And dad, I know you're listening. Sorry, Scott. Um, Scott but... Um, my dad, love him so much, he doesn't know about, he is very, very educated in the military, but Bessie doesn't want to go into the military, so I, and, like, he has a lot of work experience, obviously, he's quite old, but... I, he's listening. He's like, he's like, why the hell should have got me? This is so um, rude. This is horrible. <laughs> he's, cry, he's crying. <laughs> um, but no, like I have to have confidence. Also, like, yes, go to them. Like, go to parents. Go to like significant others. Go to like whoever you're talking to with confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, and like so that they will return the confidence, but also have the confidence to know that you are right. Exactly. Because like I, for example, I know that. Vermont is where I want to live. It's where my family is. It's where my little brother is. It's obviously where my fiance is and like our nephews and everything. And like, I just love Vermont. It's very safe. It's where like Austin, I met there, whatever. Mm -hmm. Anyways, I want to stay there probably for the rest of my life, but Vermont is not going to provide me with the job opportunities that I want. And I am very career oriented and I'm not willing to give that up. I am in a very opportune time where I am 25 post COVID Mm -hmm. and yes, remote jobs were already a thing before COVID, but it has completely like blown up the whole like remote work from home, like opportunity. And I am willing to make a few sacrifices and not be able to get the LA job because guess what? I do not want to live in LA. I'm the same. So I would rather, yeah, I I would rather Find a job that works for me. Maybe it's not exactly the perfect job. I'm not going to be going working at Glossier mm-hmm. or like ColourPop in the LA office. But maybe I could get a job working for their, for them in like a different office that's remote. Or mm-hmm. I could find an alternative business that everyone works remote. Like I, yeah. I can find my own thing. And I think like my dad, military work can be done remotely, but it's a bit harder. He's also older. He didn't grow up in, like, the, like, you know, I don't want to say the dot-com boost that's, like, so boomer. But, like... I mean, yeah. But literally, like, I grew up with technology. My dad is very technology, like, savvy, but he's not remote work savvy. And that is a skill. Like, working remotely is a skill, and that's okay. It's a communication skill. It's a communication skill. And, like, if you don't have... The experience doing that that is totally fine if that's not what you want to do awesome mm-hmm. like go work in in person but that is something and it's not like i'm like anti-social i'm like ew get away from me it's yeah. that i don't want my dad literally the only place in vermont that's like cool to work is ben and jerry's and my dad is like the head office because it's ben and jerry's is like made and like from vermont yeah. if, you, if you guys don't know that but 
my dad always, go work at Ben & Jerry's. No. Like, <laughs> I don't want to work for an ice cream company. Yeah. Like, I want to work for, like, a beauty lifestyle brand. Meanwhile, like, me, I, if I could be the head social media manager at Ben & Jerry's, immediate yes. I mean, like, it's cool, but they also all are, like, so crunchy, and, like, it makes <laughs> me throw up a little bit. Yeah. Like, I love them. I love Ben & Jerry's, but also I just, like... I don't know. I want to travel. Like yeah. if I if I worked for Ben and Jerry's, I would be stuck in Vermont mm-hmm. for literally ever, which is what I where I want to live. But I just kind of want to have like a separate work and life situation. I don't know. Yeah. But I, sorry, I'm rambling. But like, I think the main point is like, my dad is extremely supportive, and that is why like he is not gonna if he has an opinion about something. He's going to tell me yes, because he wants me to make the right decisions. But you don't always have to go with what they're saying. They don't always have to agree with you yeah. because I am 25 mm-hmm. and like I know what I'm doing. Yeah. I already work remote. Absolutely. I don't, I have literally never once had my boss be like, you suck. Yeah. Like I do very well for myself and like all of my school is online. Mm-hmm. Like I know how to do online stuff. Like I'm okay. And so just having the confidence to be like, Thank you for your opinion. I very much appreciate that you care and that you don't want me to, like, struggle. Yeah. But also, no. Yeah, exactly. And, I mean, I've said this a thousand times, but I guess to kind of, like, wrap up the the like actual advice of how to like be mm-hmm. confident in talking about all this, it literally all comes down to like actually understanding yourself and your goals and understanding like what you offer. And that's like with Audrey, I just did a lot of exercises with her, like talking about like what literally what is my business and like, right. what do I offer? And like knowing and, like, how what to are talk your about skills it. It's like, the same yeah. way that like, if you worked for a company understanding like, Oh, I'm the social media manager for a blank, 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 blank. Like right. you're just saying, in a, you know, in a sentence. Yeah. Like you need to be able to have that understanding of yourself and your business and your goals to be able to talk about it. And then in a confident way that will then literally it draws people and makes them want to be your client. Cause they're like, Oh, she knows what she's doing. Like if you talk about it in an impressive way, running your own business, business at 23 yeah. is impressive. Having people, podcasts, yeah. Like, people yeah. like want to be a part of it. And like we mentioned about the podcast, like that's an even harder one, but we've been working on that too. And I've been working on just even saying I have, I have a, a podcast. podcast. Yeah. Like, and still, still, I've been perfecting it, but the elevator pitch for the podcast is a hard one because it's so much more like complicated than like, yeah, I have a podcast but, and people are like, what it's, like, what's it about? And I'm like, so <laughs> like, you know, it's kind of like a longer thing. Um, and even but, like, even our, like, not that we have to like elevator pitch like our relationship you and me but mm-hmm. people do not understand oh my god whenever people are like how'd you meet i'm like instagram yeah and they're like what, yeah, like, what? is she a scam <laughs> no, <laughs> literally Alexis, Alexis's girl. dad <laughs> being like um is she real <laughs> is she real no um and it's i think understanding like with the podcast for me it's ever uh, with same as a business you never know who could know somebody who would be a good guest. Since I've started, mm-hmm. like, talking to my friends about it, they've started, like, sending me guest ideas. Yeah. Like, there's just a lot, like, more benefits than you can even think of, of just, like, letting people know what you're doing. Um, and it's just, it's so much more important when you're doing something entrepreneurial or, like, by yourself rather than in a job. Because in a job, the networking is, like, you know, getting of clients and all that kind of stuff is done for you by somebody else, right. usually. Right. Unless you are working in, like, sales, you know? Right. But when you're doing stuff on your own, it just kind of all kind of goes back to you. So kind of keeping it in the back of your mind and just being confident and talking about it, not only for networking purposes, but also just for 
like a lot of mindset purposes of the way that like you run your business and you think about it, um, it will start to like change your mind when you talk about it. Yeah. In a more confident way, I guess. Yeah, definitely. Um, so fun. Okay. Random questions. We only have one today. Um, and <laughs> I wonder if we're going to have the same answer to this. Okay. So the random question is favorite thing you've bought recently. What is yours? My Louisiana shirt because I'm so Southern. <laughs> Alexis bought a purple shirt. It says LSU on the front pocket. And then it says Louisiana on the back with a tiger. Um, she's worn it like three times. Um, I love it. I think it's so fun. Um, that's a good choice. Okay, mine is, and we both have these. The, <laughs> we're wearing them right now yeah, the same are. color. <laughs> these shorts from Target. They are, if you've seen them on TikTok, I saw them on TikTok. They're the free people shorts, like dupes. Mm-hmm. And for me, um, literally free people just not have my size in their like shorts. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a, <laughs> I was going to say a feather. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just keep that one to myself. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So these shorts, they have like this thick, they're exercise shorts. They have this thick wa- like waistband. Also, have, Katie and I have the same exact body. We do. We're just different heights. Yeah. Um, but they have this thick waist waistband. They have these pockets, like a zipper pocket and a regular pocket. And they're just like the cutest, comfiest exercise shorts. And I usually hate the way that exercise shorts look same. on me. Any shorts, but really. But these ones, these ones are like tight in the right spot and then like loose in the right spot. Yeah. It's like perfect. If you have like, our body type is like skinty waist and then like wide hips yes. and like kind of flat boot mm-hmm. but like if you if that is your situation and you hate exercise shorts because I oh I've literally never found a pair of exercise exactly. shorts besides those other ones from Target that are like the cloth ones mm-hmm. but those aren't really like exercise yeah. shorts and these are like can you hear like I don't know if you can hear they're like a good material they have the cutest Breezy. colors they are like 20 bucks they're just I have five pairs now no four pairs I, I, think. Literally, I think I bought four pairs while I yeah, was here I literally I have four sucks. pairs they are just amazing and I love them and that's my favorite thing I bought recently um but yeah well <laughs> we don't have a guest so we don't have anybody to plug their stuff so we'll just plug <laughs> our own stuff um in the well, we already do that we already the do that but like yeah, I that said for real for, for real just said that. <laughs> for real for real don't forget to follow us on socials for um also, um, actually, no. I was gonna say, <laughs> I was gonna say, message us what you want us to to talk about. But Monday, we will not be recording. <laughs> it will be too late. Yeah. Um, we will be recording one more episode in person. So keep your eyes peeled. Maybe two if you're lucky. Yeah. If you guys are so, as if it makes a difference for you if we're recording in person or not. Yeah. Um, but thank you Literally guys. Though. Thank you guys for listening. Be sure to leave us a rating and review on wherever you listen to your podcasts and subscribe to keep up with our weekly episodes. And then follow us on TikTok at Check Your Aesthetic and over on Instagram at Check Your Aesthetic Podcast and our personal accounts, Katie Creative Co. and Alexis Adams Aldrich. And we will talk to you next week. Bye, guys. Bye.